Hey everybody, Emily Abadi here, coming to you live, not from the AG studio. In fact, I am live from my Baltimore hotel room. I'm down here to give a little chat, do a little speaking engagement at a conference, and I feel really just like I'm super smiley sitting here recording this because it feels good to be flexing some muscles that I haven't flexed in a while. I cannot even tell you in what felt like the earlier phases of hurdle. I mean, it's been a global pandemic for the past two years, but how often I was traveling with my microphone, not just to interview people, but to be able to record intros and just content and whatnot when I was on the go going absolutely everywhere. And so a piece of me just feels like really whole sitting here doing this right now, talking into this thing and thinking about, you know, what was and what's what will be what's coming down the pipe. I digress. I'm getting super emotional and sentimental here. But today I'm I'm having a laugh and I'm here to share it with you in that this morning I received a DM from someone who asked me, how do I keep up my early morning routine and date? Oh my gosh, I I had a laugh. Uh, my in, in my like immediate response to her was that I don't date, which was me being a little bit sarcastic. That's not entirely true, but I do feel like this is a really good topic to just drive on for a little bit here on 5 minute Friday. Now, there are a lot of I want to say like caveats and things to take into consideration when it comes to navigating dating and a social life overall and your early morning routine. But specifically when it comes to finding the right partner, I know in my heart that the right partner for me will know how much my mornings mean to me and understand and respect that they are a critical part of how I show up during the rest of my day and they make me feel like me and it's my opportunity to give back to myself specifically really when it comes to journaling and my workout and just having that time before everything gets really crazy. The right partner will see that and know that it's important to me and not try to get me to flex on this boundary that I have set up for myself. Now, when you're just getting to know someone, like you can't expect them to just automatically have all of the intel on you and your boundaries. So yes, like I understand how dating can make you feel frustrated about keeping your morning routine and whatnot. With that said... There is a way to do both. Like maybe if you are going on a date or two a week that I I just cannot even imagine doing that myself, but I respect every woman who is making this a priority for them in that way. Uh, If you're going on a date or two a week, then maybe you put those dates on like specific nights where you know that you aren't going to really want to get up and get out the next day. I have two days during the week where I don't run. I just lift. And if I wanted to be strategic about the night that I maybe wanted to have an extra drink or two, I would probably do that on the night before those days because I know that I'm not trying to hit the ground running literally in the morning. Worth highlighting here, I do not expect to find a partner that wants to get up with me or work out with me. I think it's probably best that we don't always do those things together. But But they just can't make me feel guilty or some kind of way that I'm doing something wrong by maintaining a ritual, a habit, a series of habits that make me feel whole. Also, this is starting to sound like a personal ad, so please do not take this that way. I please don't. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and give you my type. This is why I never talk about dating on the show because it makes me feel the most, most awkward. 
And something else that I chatted about with this woman over DM is I, I don't know, when it comes to dating for me right now, like I won't lie, I'm on a few of these apps, but I'm really hopeful (laughs) that I can meet someone in my real world. I really don't would rather there's nothing wrong with online dating. Let me say it this way. There's absolutely nothing with wrong online dating, especially during a pandemic. It's been such a really great way to connect and meet people. But I am so hopeful that like if I am just putting this energy into the world and I am truly being inviting of that type of relationship into my space, then it'll come. And I know it's not a foolproof strategy, but it's I've had a couple of conversations about this recently. One, like focusing on who I'm being rather than what I'm doing. And if I'm being who I want to be, then the things in my life that I am hoping for and working toward, like they're going to come to me easier, i.e. the power of manifestation. And then also the the word inviting. I, I may have talked about this here on the show or I may have just talked about it on TikTok. <laughs> but I had a really great conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago. And he said to me that there is a difference between being open and being inviting. And him and I both agreed that although we had been open when it comes to dating over the last couple of years, we probably haven't been as inviting as we could be. So what does that look like in practice? It means like making it a priority, making space for it, like actually like being aware of what's going on as you walk around in the streets instead of like staring down at your phone and thinking to yourself like today could be a day that I meet someone great and not having a cynical attitude toward it. Of course, like even more inviting would be like being really active on dating apps or making it more of a priority to go out and put you in spaces where put yourself in spaces where other single people could be. And you know what? To each their own. But open versus inviting, something I have been thinking a lot about lately. And the last thing I'll say on this whole dating note is that you you got to decide what's right for you. I firmly believe that all the work that I've been doing on myself during these seasons where I have been single It's all working for me and it's all going to help me find the right person for me whenever that person comes into my space, whenever it works out. And I'm just trusting the process and moving forward with grace, compassion, and a steady morning (laughs) routine. All right, my prompt for you this week. What is one of your boundaries that you are not willing to flex on? And have you been flexing on it a little bit more than you should be lately? Again, what is one of your boundaries? Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's a practice that is really, really important to you that you don't like to flex on. And have you been honest with yourself about maintaining that boundary lately? And now a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Molly from Bethesda, Maryland. Um, I am a big Hurdle fan. I've been listening for over two years now, and your show gets me through a lot of runs, so thank you. Um, My question for you is, have you ever thought about doing a group run or some type of event in Washington, D.C.? I know it seems like you have a good friend here, so you come here kind of often, and I know that you've done some of those group runs in some of the other bigger cities like Chicago and New York. But Bethesda is right outside of D.C., so i definitely make it over there if you chose to do one. And kind of on top of that, have you ever run a race in Washington, D.C.? I love running here, and I've run many races. So if you haven't, you should think about it. Thanks. Bye. 
I am so, I'm laughing that this question came in this week because I have excellent, excellent news. I have never run a race in DC, but I have Marine Corps on my radar at some point. But I am actually going to be back in Washington, D.C. for a nighttime event. It's going to be like a hurdle live, a chat, if you will, on March 16th. So if you are in the Washington, D.C. area, save the date, March 16th. I promise you I will have more details ASAP in New York. Finally, stuff in Boston. And this morning, if you're listening to this bright and early before the meetup in Baltimore, we're running in Baltimore. So Getting back to being in community, it means so much to me. And I'm so, it, it truly, 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 I can't say that enough, blows my mind that I can pop up in cities and that there is community, uh, not just waiting for me, but community for each other. Now, on that note, I do want to make sure that I plug the Hurdlers Facebook group. I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's actually in the show notes every single episode. But if you are looking for people in your community to, you know, be friends with or work out with or talk with, like, please head in there, look for hurdlers in your area, befriend them. It is so special to me that I uh, have created this thing that can provide that for all of you. Uh, So get active in there. (laughs) Okay. That's it for this week. Thanks all for listening to me. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. I love this thing. At Emily Abadi, at Hurdle Podcast, another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.